Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good morning. Thank you for coming, everyone. This is Tanya Clark Marinelli, creator of the Invest in Yourself course online and the EmpoweringKidsProgram.com as well. And like I said, thank you for joining me. Um, today I am like so excited. Today is going to be such an amazing day. In a moment, I'm going to introduce Amy um, Inglemark. I hope I pronounced that right. If I didn't, Amy, please correct me in a minute. Okay, <laughs> um, guys, today I had like a mind-blowing experience. I had to share it with you. Um, I'm 38 years old. I've been doing public speaking for quite a while now. I do minimum two speaking gigs a month, and I love it. But I attended my very first Toastmasters this morning, and it started, it was from like 7 a.m. to like 8.30. So already I'm buzzing for the day. But um, I was the very first impromptu speaker, and for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically, here's a subject, you got five seconds to think about it and come and talk about it for two minutes. And normally newbies like myself don't get up there, but this morning somebody gestured for me to go ahead. So I'm like, all right, let's just jump all in because that's the way I learn the best. And um, I went up there and I talked about it. And, and the question had to do with neuroplasticity. And that is something that I've been teaching in my program for quite a while. And it's basically just creating new neural, neural well, new thought processes, right? And that's key in, in my practice. And if you guys registered and are attending the webinar that is happening after this amazing radio show with Amy, we're going to dive really deep into that. So if you guys haven't registered yet, hop on over to my Facebook page or if you're on my email list, there's a link. All you got to do is register for this free webinar training all about your money mindset, how to shift your money mindset to create the freedom that you guys deserve today. It's free. It's an hour long. Hop on. This is the first of four. Um, there's going to be, um, for the next four weeks, I'm going to talk about money mindset and how to shift into a money mindset that supports you and the freedom that you desire to experience. Back over to this morning. Um, so they talked about neuroplasticity and I got up there and I, I can't even remember what it is that I talked about because I was just so nervous. My hands were shaking and I was like, at the end, I'm like, wow, this is humbling. This is brilliant. And this is the room that I want to be in because I want to learn, right? I want to learn. So totally celebrating that experience. Oh, and I got that little award for, um, I don't even know what it was, but the person who evaluates the meeting, I got the, that little award. And uh, so I'm totally cel celebrating that. Now, um, housekeeping... Like I said, webinar, hop on over today. Get your learning on. We're going to be talking about money and stress. Okay, the two go hand in hand. That's why I'm celebrating today. First, we're going to talk to Amy all about, um, actually, I'll just go ahead and introduce Amy because I think this is the perfect place to introduce her. So Amy is the author of the upcoming book, From Burnt Out to Bliss, The 30-Day Challenge for Busy High Achievers. Uh, she is a certified life coach, speaker, stress management consultant, and creator of the Breakthrough to Your Fun and Fabulous Life program. 
Uh, I'm so interested in everything I just read. (laughs) She specializes in helping high-achieving women avoid burnout, increase productivity, and time for fun. This totally resonates with me, Amy. She does this by teaching transformational tools and strategies to decrease stress and increase free time. So without further ado, Amy, welcome. Thank you, Tanya. I'm super excited to be on 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 the radio with you. Thank you. Oh, I'm super excited. To, I'm, I've read your bio, obviously. I've posted it numerous times. But just reading it again right now, I'm like, wow, this totally resonates with, with um, a lot of the people that I work with. They're high achievers. They're go-getters. And if you're, you know, if you're constantly on the go, it is so easy to burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to inform everybody who's listening to that Tanya and I have just met each other about maybe three months ago, maybe, maybe four months ago, we touched bases. And I think that, I don't know how Tanya feels, but when Tanya Mm -hmm. talks about what she does as well, I get excited. So her and I are on the same wavelength in in a lot of aspects of our work. So this is going to be a fun call because uh, we really have a lot of gems together combined I believe that are going to help catapult people into different ways of living that are more healthy and more satisfying yes I completely agree with you Amy Um, I I just I love I love all of this now before we get even started I just I want to hear your journey like how did you come to be this you know certified life coach speaker and stress management consultant Um, I'll give you the short version. Uh, When I was about 19, I met my husband, so I was not looking for this man, and quickly fell in love. Um, So quickly, I was surprised. Anyways, we got married, and at that point in life, I was I had all the time freedom in the world and very little stress. I always would say, I love my life so much. I love life. And um, Then I got unexpectedly pregnant when I was 24 and had always had this plan in my mind that I wouldn't have babies until I was 28. That was a number that I picked out of the wind. (laughs) And um, so I went through a bit of a depression just accepting the news, even though it turned out to be awesome, awesome timing Mm -hmm. in my life, of course. And um, had our second baby two years after that. So in that period of my life, I really felt like I was in massive, massive growth. So learning how to communicate under fire, learning how to live with someone and love unconditionally, learning how to let go of control and be more flexible and be more humble So lots of growth was happening, but it was a really stressful period of my life and I became pretty overwhelmed and felt like I lost a good portion of my identity being a mom and a wife and learning how to juggle all of that and still have myself and time for me. So I thought at that point in time that it would be a good time for me to jump into life coaching training and and it was a good time for me to jump into training but it also threw one more thing to juggle up into the air and so yeah 
you get the point. It was a very stressful point yep. in my life. Um, kind of a low period in some ways, as well as the joys that come with being in a healthy relationship and being a, having the opportunity to have kids. Um, mm-hmm. I delved into my coaching training. I delved into as many books on self-improvement and creating life balance and stress management tools. Um, same thing um, in some ways as maybe what you've studied in your coaching. I really became attracted to learning as much as I could about transforming beliefs and the process behind that and started applying everything that I was learning to my life. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing that, things started changing and I got my happiness back and I felt like I regained myself again and was able to balance all of my responsibilities in a much more effective way. And then I started my coaching practice and I was at that point in time, I was working a lot with people one-to-one and didn't have any group programs I was offering when I started my business. I started sharing my tools and my systems with the people that I was coaching and was very happy to see that they were also changing the lives of the people that hired me. And that was exciting for me and very satisfying. So since then, I've continued to grow my practice and myself and now I offer a group coaching program you'd mentioned it's called Breakthrough to Your Fun and Fabulous Life and Mm -hmm. I can talk about that more later Um, and and I'm at the point where now the tools and the systems and the strategies that I share in my practice they're continually evolving and growing as I have need in my own life so yeah. unless I apply these things to my life, then I can't share them with my clients. <laughs> That's how I've got where yeah. I am today. That is amazing. It's completely relative too. I, you know, for my like my life was really imbalanced as well, and then I was drawn to the coaching um, school that I um, enrolled in and applied everything in my life along with the belief the thoughts, the, the everything, right, what I believed about my life. And um, once taking the certification and applying all these tools in your own life, that's when my life completely transformed. And then I went ahead later on and I took another certification and I was able to apply it in a, while I was in a different place in my life. So I, I totally, totally get that. And isn't that amazing? When, when you take this certification course and you apply everything in your own life, that it completely transforms your life? Is, is yeah, that your experience? Amazing, but it, yeah. it is my experience. Um, um, but what I think is like, it's more kind of like, okay, let's take a step back and, and look at the, these two stories from an objective perspective. Mm-hmm. When you apply tools that have been proven to work and they're taught in a certified program, Mm -hmm. then sometimes we're amazed that they work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They do what they say they're going to do. So um, that's why I can feel so confident in what I offer people because, for one, I know they work in my own life, and they're proven, right? 
Another thing I forgot to say that I really um, is a big part of my story that I'd like people to know is aside from my husband and growing on a personal level, like aside from my husband's support in our relationship and um, growing on a personal level, reading as much as I could, taking my studies, my relationship with God was something that was really big in helping me transform who the, who I am and also helping me develop programs and workshops and systems mm-hmm. and strategies that are really dynamic and really work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah I know that's going to speak to a lot of our, that'll speak to a lot of our listeners as well. Um, just before we go on, everyone, if you guys got a question and you guys can call in 646 787 8296. Ask Amy your question. Remember, she charges for her services. She's certified. She is a stress management consultant. But here today, for this hour, you guys can ask her anything for free. Again, 646-787-8296. And if you would prefer, you can hop on over to Facebook, my Facebook, Tanya Clark Marinelli. Um, Post a question there, or the chat room is open as well on Blog Talk. So go ahead and uh, hop on the chat room. I know that every week we have a few people who hop on and type in your question there. So, you know, a lot of the listeners are either, you know, have one thing in common. Like they they do a number of things, but they have one thing in common, and that is they want to be closer to their family. They want the most quality of time with their, you know, with their children, with their family, with their loved ones. And I know that in this day and age, it is so fast paced. We are so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, is there, is there anything that you can share? Like typically, what do you see? What do your clients experience? What is something common that your, that your clients experience when they come to see you that you think our listeners would really benefit from hearing? Well, stress is a really big thing, comes up and causes havoc and negatively impacts your life when you have tons and tons on your plate. When you're trying to balance being a mom or a business professional or both, and you'd also like to have time for yourself, (laughs) you'd also like to have time for your family, otherwise you wouldn't have one. You'd also like to have some romantic time with your husband or partner or boyfriend. You'd also like times with time with your girlfriend, maybe your mom or your extended family. So there's a lot to balance just mm-hmm. being a woman. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a few things that really come up when people come to me, a few common things. And one is that women are so loving and so giving that and men if you're on the call I know tons of you who are also loving and giving (laughs) Um, typically um, women tend to give to others way before and way more than they give to themselves and what I find is very common is they don't take the time or don't yeah don't take the time to become really aware of their own needs so they don't Mm -hmm. honor their own needs as much as they need to so 
I'm talking about honoring your own needs before it's too late, before you get super cranky or super emotional and you're like a puddle of tears on the floor for, for because somebody said something and you didn't like it <laughs> yeah. for some small reason. Um, <laughs> so before it's too late, I really encourage you all who are listening to take an account of, take account of how you're doing physically. Are you sore somewhere? Do you need to take 15 minutes and do like online yoga or stretching in your living room? Do you need to take account of what's happening in your heart? If there's something that's thrown you off or that hurt your feelings or that, you know, you need to sort out a parenting issue that's been bothering you and you just haven't made time for that emotional issue, then take the time because what it does when we ignore our bodies, when we ignore some thought that just won't go away, usually that mm-hmm. is, it, there's a reason that pain in our bodies, pain in our hearts, or pain in our mind or spirit is there. It wants to be acknowledged and it's there to help you and teach you if you're open to learning and growing and taking the time to figure out what's going on. This is something that I've gotten really good at is if there's something happening in my heart that has thrown me for a loop or keeps me in some kind of negative headspace where I'm feeling like resentful or hurt or sad or even depressed, I quickly, like I'm on a bicycle, back to the instant where it happened and I think to myself, okay. And I sort, I kind of break down my thought to what, like, what was my perception and why am I feeling this way? And then how can I let it go? So that's something that I would, that's one big thing that I would encourage you all to take the time for, well, yourself, but what's going on that needs your attention? Because if you don't take the time for that, it's going to strip you of energy physically and mentally and emotionally, it's going to strip you of time because you're going to waste a whole bunch of time when you're not in optimal health in any of those areas. Mm -hmm. And then you won't have the time you want or you won't be able to be present with your kids or your partner. You will not do as good of a job as you want to do at work. That is a definite. You will not be as productive. So that's just one of the things that I see. Is there anything you wanted to add to that, Tanya? Um, well, I was just taking a lot of notes as you were talking because um, myself as a, as a life coach and consultant, I speak on um, tools to empower yourself, you know, finding your passions and getting out there and making them happen. Um, stress is not one thing that I typically really focus on. Like, yes, it comes up in, in coaching and sessions and things like that, but it's not something that, um, you know, is mainly focused on in my practice. And I just feel like this is such a wonderful tool for me to learn and for me to implement and therefore share it with my clients as well. It's like, you know, I I usually use a term like if if, if you're not vibrating high, like if you're vibrating low, if you're angry, upset, you know, whatever the case is, take a step back 
and look at yourself and ask, like, what is going on? Even if your kids are misbehaving, take a step back and figure out what it is that you're feeling and, uh, mm-hmm. and kind of check yourself first before anybody else. So, but my notes that I have from you is just like, you know, step back and take a look. You know, are you feeling, you, you mentioned some emotions like resentful, hurt, sad, depressed. And um, and why? Why are you feeling like that? And th- one thing that I think is key that you shared, Amy, is you've got to bring it up and let it go. It's so important to acknowledge what it is that you're feeling and let it go. Otherwise, it's just going to sit there with you. But I love mm-hmm. your point. And sometimes that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love your the key points as that explains why it's going to, it's going to deplete your energy. And what we all want here as high achievers is to have as much energy as we possibly can. Right. Mm-hmm. And also women who um, are juggling a lot, women who are <laughs> not only mm-hmm. do women juggle a lot mm-hmm. mentally, if you are a homeschooler, unschooler, if you, um, are very dedicated to family time or somebody who is a professional in your line of work, but you, you're very dedicated to your making sure that your relationships are deep and connected and intimate, then so much goes on in your mind as far as needing to juggle, needing to juggle your time, needing to, to, um, you know, just being self-aware takes a lot of, brain power but it's going it's going it's it's important that you do take the time to sort things out in your brain and I wanted to backtrack um when you are when you actually do take the time to be self-aware and honor your needs a lot of the Mm -hmm. times um when women are working with me on this they two things come up they feel two ways they either feel Mm -hmm. selfish about even thinking about it or guilty or they feel yeah. lazy because it's pretty typical that most people in our generation in 2016 are doing, 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 accomplishing, accomplishing, and they're not very comfortable with just being. Yeah. Uh, because when you're being and you're more still and you just take the time to breathe and not have to be in a doing mode, Sometimes Mm -hmm. it brings up things that you don't want to hear and you don't want to acknowledge because it's uncomfortable. But I want to encourage all of you that when you face discomfort, you are going to experience the most beautiful, delightful, and satisfying and healing breakthroughs just by taking the time to be honest with yourself and letting those things come up. It's okay to be quiet and to be in this place of being. It's not selfish. It's not lazy. And those feelings come from a belief that you're not worth it or that other people are more important than you if you're really honest with yourself. Other Mm -hmm. people need more time or attention than you do. But it's not true. And when when you allow yourself time to be still and just take the time for yourself. Yes. Um, You don't need to be afraid. I want to say that too. You don't need to be afraid of what will come up because 
those, if you do have any fears about what's going to come up when you're more still and you're quiet with yourself, um, just imagine living life without dealing with those things that you fear for your entire freaking life. And I hope mm-hmm. you have a long life. Let's say we have 80 more years left to go. That'd be incredible. Actually, I'd be 115. <laughs> but <laughs> still young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but let, let's hope we all have long, healthy lives. And if you want to have a long, healthy life, then you have to you have to kick those things that you fear and make time so that you can deal with them instead of avoiding them and having them under your skin and kind of simmering mm-hmm. in your mind, right? Exactly. You know, I love everything that you're saying, Amy. I do have a question that came in, mm-hmm. and um, it's a lengthier one, so I'm going to do my best to summarize. But I think it's a... Sure brilliant question it's such an awesome question and I'll just go ahead and then and then I'll, I'll give my two cents in a minute but so sure as I mentioned a lot of the, our listeners are high high achieving women women entrepreneurs and and like you and I like we we want to create so much we, our visions are so big right mm-hmm. but we want a definitely a priority is to have a close-knit family, be very, you know, honor our relationships with our children and our loved ones. And and I just have a question here that um, from, you know, a very high achiever who has wonderful visions and and her, her, her challenge is that, and what causes stress between her and her partner is that she has huge visions, but her partner doesn't... Um, isn't an action taker per se. She's she's an action taker and her partner isn't an action taker. And it's causing some stress in the relationship. And, um, you know, she expresses the fact that, you know, of, she's doing her best to focus on her and her visions and everything else like that, but nonetheless, there's stress there. What kind of feedback do you have for that? You know, she's doing her best to honor his, you know, her partner's journey. <clears throat> but at the same time, it's, you know, it's causing stress. Mm-hmm. Um, am I allowed to have a name for this, this anonymous lady? You can how do you do that? name her whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, fabulous women. This is in answer to your question. Um, so you have a huge vision. You are a big action taker, and your partner is not. So there's a lot of stress that's coming up regarding that. The first thing that comes to mind for me is um, helping you become clear on what your values are. And your values are not like, I value having a house. I value having... Um, time with family those are those are values but they're more topical values and if you look deeper you'll see that they lead to an emotional state so for example if you value your home or your car you might value security or you might value success or you might value feeling um i don't know you you need to identify the emotional state that you want to feel every day that if you didn't feel you would feel really off. 
Um, so, for example, some of my top values are integrity, passion, health, adventure. I would say integrity and health and connection, spiritual, okay. and um, those are some of my top values. So, you beautiful um, question asker, you need to ask yourself <laughs> what what do what what values I'm having a hard time not having a name here. What values do you have that you that need to be met every day? Because I feel like maybe maybe one or two of them isn't be, being met right now. You need to I was I was prompted a long time ago. This is another tool that you can use and maybe you've done this before to make a list of everything that you need in a partner like it's a no no questions asked you need this in your partner and everything on the other side of the paper that you would like in your partner it's really important to know what you can do without if you have to and what you cannot do without at all for a lifelong relationship if that's what you want with this person so mm-hmm. also your values um your values can be met every day in surprising ways that you maybe haven't thought of yet. So sometimes it's frustrating because you can either feel like the person in your life that you're in a relationship with, they have to meet your, like all of your deepest needs. And that's where you'll get in trouble. I saw a Whoopi Goldberg book one time in chapters and it said, um, if you ever hear the words, you complete me, run. <laughs> that, was, that was the title of the book. And I thought it was awesome and really important to remember that one person, even if you feel like they're the most incredible partner, and obviously we all have flaws and we're not perfect, but you feel like, yeah, they're definitely the one for me. Mm-hmm. Remember that they will not meet all of your deepest needs. And um, so I, I could go on about that one. Um, you know, yeah. yeah so what if you're already in deep in the relationship? You have kids, you know, and, and you're realizing now, you know, because you have a few maybe career changes here and there within your, within your lifetime. So you're deep in the marriage. You have, you have the kids. What if right now is the first time that you've done that list and you're like, wow, this is not meeting my quote-unquote need. What do you do then? Well, it's kind of like not getting counseling before you get hitched. (laughs) Not knowing that your partner doesn't want kids when you want four, that kind of thing. Um, Right. Or not being connected on a spiritual level or whatever is most important to you in in a romantic relationship. So if you're in a relationship and this is the first time that you're getting really clear on that for yourself, well, um, there's never perfect timing in life. There just is what you got right now, right now in the present. And if you're becoming really aware of that right now, then, you know, that's what you have. That's what you have to work with. And I don't think it's the worst case scenario. It just is really important that, that you know what you're, what your ultimate needs are and what you can do without that won't really make a big impact if you don't have it in your relationship. 
because right. your hu- your husband or your wife is not going to meet all of your needs, um, mm-hmm. and they're not supposed to be the one to solve all your problems or or make all your stress levels disappear either. Um, so, yeah, I want to. I, I love what you're saying. Person who has. Oh, sorry, just one more thing, Tanya. I just want to leave this person who has a question with an action step um, and sure. ask yourself, so what are my values? If my values are, or what would my values need to be for me to be really happy? Because maybe you've had values for a long time and they're actually not supporting you anymore. So what would my values need to be? What emotional states, like say the top three ways that I want to feel every day, what are those? And how can I start taking action so that I'm making decisions more in alignment with my values? Write those two sentences down so that you can take away a step from today, okay? Step That's wonderful. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw uh, something in there that just popped in my mind as well is um, or like a like another question for you Amy. <laughs> and it yeah. is you know if what what if resentment builds up? Are are these are these tools going to help with resentment? Like if your partner say if you have huge visions and and I'm not going to lie, usually you hear it kind of flip-flop the other way, right? Where at least in my case in my previous marriage, it was um he was you know financially the the breadwinner type thing. And I wasn't in our, in our marriage, right? And so if you're in a situation where your visions are high, you're a high achiever and everything else, and your your partner is kind of a talker but not so much an action taker, and that resentment builds up, um, do, mm-hmm. do you – I heard you mention counseling. So is that something that you would recommend getting clear on or – um, what do you mean? Uh, is that something I'd recommend getting clear on? Can you clarify well, that a little bit? I'm just, I'm just thinking like, like if there's resentment that builds up there, what, what's your, what's your suggestion then? Okay. So, um, two things. Yep. Uh, communication and personal responsibility. So if there's okay. resentment that's built up, um, a lot of the time, uh, it can be because of lack of communication or poor communication that's filled with blame and a lot of um, a lot of use of the word you instead of I or expressing emotions. Okay. Um, and so I've 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 heard this before, and I agree that even if you're you have poor communication, it's better than no communication at all. So if you're not communicating at all and you're just letting your pot simmer and eventually boil and then spew over into somebody else's life in a really unhealthy way, that is not going to help with um, overcoming a challenge in a relationship. If -hmm. you have unhealthy communication, at least you're getting some of your needs and feelings out and out into the open instead of always stuck in your head. Because when things are stuck in your head, it can get confusing and you can believe a lot of lies and you don't get to hear the other person's perspective. Um, I don't know if some of your listeners or you, Tanya, I'm pretty sure you probably have heard of Brené Brown. Yes. Have you heard of Brené Brown? Um, yeah. 
she has a few books out and one one thing I, I was reading an article of hers once and I really love this. It's a really helpful tool for communication. Um, she talks about uh, going to a lake with her husband and her family. They had, were on a little vacation and she was so looking forward to having some romantic time, just her and her husband going swimming in the lake and they're out there in the lake. And she said, isn't this wonderful? We can have this private time away from the kids. They're old enough now and they're safe. And, and mm-hmm. I just, I'm so in love with you. I'm glad we have this time together. And her husband didn't respond at all except for, yeah, that's all he said. <laughs> and, and her perception of the situation was all right away. She started thinking, well, we have been together for 15 plus years and, and I have gained some weight. Maybe he's feeling like he's not attracted to me as much anymore. And um, he's obviously not interested in talking with me. So what does that mean about me? Like um, maybe, maybe I really have to get on the treadmill and um, you know, where am I lacking? What's going wrong here? And she didn't say anything about, her perspective her perspective of the situation and they got out of the water and she she brought it up then and she said you know my version of the story is that is this and she shared her thought life with him and it gave him an opportunity she asked him so what what's the story that's going on in your head when we were out in the water and he said actually last night I had a dream that all of our family was swimming and there was speedboats out in the water and one of them hit, ran into the kids in the water and, and create, like seriously damaged them and they got hurt. And I had to be the one to get everyone out of the water into safety. So when I was out swimming with you this morning, I was still thinking of that dream and really negatively impacted by it. And I couldn't get my mind away from it. So when you were talking with me, I was totally distracted. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so the tool there for your listeners is that you often have a very different perspective than your spouse or from anyone else that you're talking to. And your, the story that's going on in your head is very different from what's going on in their head. So you need to know and you need to communicate the story that's going on in your head. And you need to ask them, what's the story that's going on in your head? And where are you coming from? Because otherwise you have all these preconceived notions about your spouse or just about your situation that you're experiencing together. And you, it's so one-sided, right? You need to know the other side. So that's the first thing that I would say about when resentment builds up to open up the lines of communication and also um, personal responsibility. If you're resenting something, there's still something that you can do in your own life that you have control over. Often, you can start getting into this place of thinking that you're a victim, that somehow you're stuck and you're never stuck. There's always yeah. something that you have control over. So you need to ask yourself, how, where, like, is there a seed of truth in this situation that I can work on and that I can use to grow myself personally? Not to avoid what the other person needs to do, but if your focus is all on what they need to do to change, then you're not being the best person you could be in the relationship. Okay. Well, that was really powerful, the story, and and just being Mm -hmm. aware of it. Yeah, that was amazing. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. 
I'm kind of uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit speechless right now <laughs> because I, I'm kind of I'm kind of reminiscing, you know, and I'm like, ha, huh, that would have been a great tool to use, but um, yeah. Now you go. You yeah, need you to also know, right? talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Sometimes, you know, then you now you can take it and run with it into your next relationship whenever that happens. Um, yeah. Your yeah. Um, your mm-hmm. response, the responsibility piece. Um, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm I'm not saying that. Oh, just ignore your spouse's problems, the things, the areas where they need to grow up and mature. Um, cause we all need to grow up and mature. It's like going from your mother's milk to eating whole food, right? Even our digestive systems need to change. So, so many aspects of who we are need to change as we mature. And so humility is important. That's an area that I've really grown in is transferring over from being somebody who was not able to accept criticism that well. And always felt like people, especially my husband, um, was out to get me somehow. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I I grew up with that perspective and struggled with pride. But when when I transferred over to, okay, I can only get better if I'm open to learning and open to growing. And it's not that I'm lacking. It's that I just have an opportunity to grow and become stronger in this area. So yes, I would recommend counseling if you, if you as a couple are, are struggling for sure. I would recommend counseling. I think so many couples um, would be better off with counseling. Yeah, I read an article yesterday, and it was directly related to counseling, and I don't remember who sent it, but I'm just trying to pull it up here, and it's. Um, I have it right in front of me here. And it really resonated with me. And basically the first the first part was, um, yeah, my husband and I are driving home from uh, marriage counseling. And it basically talked about, you know, you're married for almost 15 years and you're, um, you got to live with somebody for that long and so on and so forth. And, and basically you know, talking about how this is a good thing. It is a good thing that we are actually at a point where we can accept it. Of growth. And, it and improve. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and yeah, I, I totally, it totally resonated with me when I saw it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because, you know, to tell you the truth, I've been living alone for quite a while. It's just been my kids and I. And to think about living with another person, I am so not ready. <laughs> like that, you got, you, I am so not. Like it's just enough to live with myself and, and my kids and to bring another person and what if that person has kids kind of thing. And it's just like, ah, it's just anxiety in itself. But um, I think more because I just, I, I know myself really well and and I know I'm going to have to do it sooner or later, but I know myself really well. And it's like to think about inviting another person in and having to balance all that much more with another person. Does that make sense? Does that make any sense? That's it kind of where I'm at right sense. now. 
Yeah, it does make sense. And that's one perspective, right? And what I see is um, you being so blessed by some wonderful man who is working on himself as well and his ability to lighten your load, actually, instead of making it at all heavier. Um, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to say something uh, for the rest of the group here listening as well about relationships when you are so busy and some kind of hardship or challenge comes up between you and your partner or your husband. Often you can think of that challenge as like, oh, you can get all grumbly and sour, especially if it's a big issue. And it can, it can take up so much of your energy and your mind space because of your perspective. I want to tell you how much power you have over your perspective to change how you feel, even about a really hard thing in your relationship that you might be working out. And what I mean is just your perspective on challenge. If you believe that challenge just adds stress and anxiety and kind of sourness, then you are not going to embrace challenges between you and your partner. But if you look at a challenge as an opportunity to grow and have increased intimacy with one another and share in delightful happiness and joy with one another, then you are going to be much more open to just making time to embrace challenge and get over it because, you know, it's just, it's just the next step um, deeper or, or upwards in, in your relationship together. So it can be an exciting thing if you change your perspective on it. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, something that I share in my practice, which is really important um, for, for me to share with all my clients, is the energy behind words and the words they mm-hmm. hear in the habit of using. Yeah, and Holy I've raised my kids... I've raised my kids. They uh, they they don't use they only use the word challenge or you know they never they never say this is hard. They always say this is challenging. This is challenging because it's so much like it's such a positive word in our house. It's totally. such a positive word, and it's like yeah, challenge is definitely. I I just got a message from a listener. Challenge is growth. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if if your perspective is is that way, yeah, for sure. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. Yes, just change your perspective mm-hmm. on it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm loving what's happening here, Amy. I'm just looking at our time. We only have a few minutes left. Um, thank you to the listeners for participating. I am totally celebrating, Amy. I just love what you're sharing here. Um, do you have any upcoming speaking events happening? Yes, I do have upcoming speaking events in the Comox Valley on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, where I live. So if you are actually going to be on Vancouver Island, please do visit me. I have two events coming up in May. Um, I can tell you more about those. My, If you want to contact me, you can feel free to contact me on my email if you're interested in those live events. Um, it's A. Engelmark, my last name at gmail.com, aenglemark at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, amyenglemark.com, 
What I um, do have that if you are not in the Comox Valley, which many of you probably won't be, is <laughs> a weekly webinar that I offer, and it's free. And yeah. it's a series that's the same name as my program, so Breakthrough to Your Fun and Fabulous Life, and that on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. That is amazing, and it's free, right? Yeah, that's free, and we cover everything on stress and time management to work-life balance and creating more time freedom for you to be with your family and to have awesome health. So basically, conquering stress, kick-starting health, and regaining your free time as a busy working professional. Yeah, I love that. And I know that that resonates with a lot of the listeners today. Um, so if they if they wanted to work with you, how would they go about doing that? Um, I would suggest booking. Um, I've, I've opened up some time in my calendar net for listeners from this call, especially to have time with me where we can have a consultation and talk about what are your goals? Is this something that's in line with what I offer and how I can help? So it just gives me an opportunity to get to know people better and find out if um, if I can help and what people are looking for. So I'd be happy to to offer times just for your listeners next week if people are interested in finding out more about my program. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you guys are listening to this radio show, how can they how can they go ahead and find that? Do they just message you, or do you have a link on your website for the webinar or for the time with me? For the time with you. Okay, so the time with me um, would be best to send me an email. Okay. Um, then I can send you. Then I can send the ladies or or men whoever is interested my online calendar just for bookings. So it would Yay. be my yeah my email aenglemark at gmail dot com. Okay, and so I that also is, have a, that's a m y a m y just my first no just my first initial a oh and okay and then Engelmark. So A and then E-N-G-L-E-M-A-R-K at gmail.com. There you go. I was um, reading your website. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. I just want to say one more thing, too, that I I would encourage everybody not to wait for the perfect time. And if you're feeling drawn to taking some action in your life, there's a reason for it. And Mm -hmm. you need to give yourself permission permission to take care of your needs because you need to remember also that you're being a role model for your children, right? And you have to ask yourself what kind of role model you want to be. What do you want to be teaching your kids? Because the actions that you're taking are already teaching your kids something. No pressure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, hmm. (laughs) No judgment either. No. <laughs> That's so funny. Just opportunity uh, for realization. What's that? I said, no, just opportunity for realization and then new action. 
Yeah, once you hear something, once you learn something, that's you know that's when you have the opportunity to uh, to act on it, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. We talked earlier about, because we still have a couple minutes yet left. So if anybody out there wants to send in a last minute message, we still have Amy online. We still have about five minutes left. Um, You can connect with me, which people have been doing. They've been sending me little private messages. And you can also, if you are not in the city, hold on, call in 646-787-8296. Hop on the chat room. Send in your chat there. I'm just thinking what it is that you can help me with. Um, Because despite the fact that I know a lot of tools, I apply a lot of tools, it doesn't mean that I don't experience stress or challenges or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I do experience challenges. I experience a lot of stress and, um, and, but I just have the tools and I seek out the tools in order to manage them a little bit better. Right. Like this morning, I love this morning after we get off the call, Amy at 1130 central standard time. So in half an hour, um, I'm doing my very first of four webinars, Money Mindset, right? And mm-hmm. I was up, I probably spent about 10 hours in total yesterday and, uh, you know, registering and, and figuring out my webinar, you know, how to set it all up and then getting my slides together and really focusing on what it was that I thought that was the most important thing for people to learn. Um, to get out of the hour that we have today on that free free webinar training. And Mm -hmm. I was so stressed. I had to walk away twice and like for a good hour, hour and a half, and then go back. But my stress level was so high, I could feel the anxiety in my chest. And I was doing something that I'm so passionate about and doing exactly what I want to do. But I was experiencing so much stress around it. So what's mm. your feedback for me? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what did you do when you were walking aside from just taking a break from looking at being involved in the process? What else were you doing to decrease your stress? Or was that the main thing, just taking a break uh, and getting outside? I knew that I should have been eating healthier foods, but I was so in a mood of I don't care what I'm putting in my mouth right now. So I didn't eat healthy, (laughs) which I, you know, if I have like a bowl of berries or something like that, I would have been feeling so good. But um, Mm. what I did was um, I sat and talked to my son. He always, you know, lightens me up. And Mm -hmm. I went for a drive. I went for a drive and I grabbed my favorite, my favorite coffee latte from Starbucks and enjoyed that. Yeah, but then I can straight awesome. back. Awesome, and mm-hmm. what was going on in your mind? <clears throat> um, you know, to be completely truthful and authentic, because that was the theme this morning during our Toastmasters meeting was authenticity. I'll be completely out there with you guys. It was, um, I was, I was stressing because I was experiencing fear of not delivering, um, 
good enough information to everyone that registered. There's so many people that registered. I'm kind of mind blown right now. So I had a fear of not so, being able to deliver. <laughs> yeah, and you know as much as I do, and just sometimes we can get stuck in our own world, even when we teach on um, the power of the mind and your thought life. Um, mm-hmm. You you know the power that it has over you, negatively or positively. So I would just encourage you to remind yourself, what tools do I teach my clients and how can I apply them to my own mind and take control over something that is in my power? Like it doesn't have to have power over you like that. So um, I would suggest also when I'm feeling that stressed out, and believe me, I have been that stressed out over technical things as well. And (laughs) my first resort is to, for sure, it's – well, first of two is to, to get outside in nature because it's very calming. But you still yeah. have to rein in your thoughts and take control of them. And <clears throat> so I purposely switch from fearful thoughts to thankful thoughts. And I talk a lot with God. So if you don't have a relationship with God, then you can work on being thankful, period. So just... I have a re- I have a relationship with like universe, source, you know, um, even yeah. angels, whatever Something the case greater. is. So I will speak to a godlike source for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. then um, whatever you believe then about that source, then I would be saying thank you for loving me so unconditionally. Thank you that you've given me everything that I need to be able to run this webinar. And even if I feel like I screw up, you are still going to use it. Thank you that your plans are bigger than my plans. Thank you that you know more than I do and you feel me when I'm weak. I know you make me strong. And, you know, I would just like redirect your thinking like that. Wow. I like it, Amy. I love that you came on the show. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy that you came on the show. I know that I'm so grateful all the tools too. That, <laughs> yeah. I know that all the tools that you shared today and the stories that you shared today are definitely gonna directly impact a lot of our listeners and including myself. And I'm totally celebrating that. So mm-hmm. mm. Thank you. I'm thank celebrating. You so uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're so welcome. And thank you so much for thinking of me and inviting me and giving mm-hmm. me the opportunity to share. And um, thank you, everybody who joined us and who will listen to the replay. I'm really thankful for you guys. And my encouragement would be to take away just one thing. Don't try and apply everything. Just work on one thing that you really felt was like, bing little light in you today yeah that's great great advice and um again amy anglemark a-m-y-e-n-g-l-e-m-a-r-k.com connect with her send her an email and get some time with her and um thanks again for everybody who showed up and if you're listening to the recording it is april 21st and if you're listening within a week, that is next week she's offering the time. So if you listen to this next week, hop on, give her an email, take advantage um, of her free session, 
and or strategy call. And thanks again, Amy. Take care, and I have you, hope you have an amazing day. You too, Tanya. Great. You're going to do awesome on the webinar. I'm excited for you. Ah, have an awesome day. Thank you. <laughs> okay, take care. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>